1: And welcome to the Puckle Podcast. I am your host Trainer Thatch. This is episode four hundred and forty-three. I didn't say the episode number uh, today. I'm here with my diurnal co-host. Well, actually, actually one's diurnal. The other one, the other one's nocturnal. Uh, very much so. <laughs> uh, she just happens to be on the other side of the planet, so it makes it makes life work out. So, <laughs> I've got the fluffiest whimsy cat with us today.
0: Who was up at six this morning? You e- of little faith.
1: <laughs> I, I have little faith. Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, honestly, it's like I would have been still in bed, but I have cats. So.
1: <laughs> and then uh, we've got we've got a I guess I guess a, a new challenger for the main show. Uh, you've probably heard him on Battlecast, spitting some knowledge. But we've got Claude Nine. Hello. There we go. Perfect. Uh, so we've got a show for you today. We forgot to tell Claude the topic, but that'll be fine. It'll work out. And, uh, welcome to the Fuckle podcast. Fuckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League and nonsensical name I came up with in 2007. But now these guys got suckered into hanging out with me.
0: Uh, it's such a drag.
1: I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we talk everything from the video game to the trading card game and everything in between. Uh, is there much in between anymore? I don't know. And yeah, we'll see how it goes from there. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I've I've been having a good week in Pokemon actually. Uh, what about you guys? What have you guys been up to?
0: Mm, mostly, I just did the timed research in Pokemon Go.
1: That's reasonable though. That was fun. I was re- like, Pokemon Go has done so many things that have made the game way more playable since COVID. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like, if there's a silver lining to COVID, it's Pokemon Go made itself more playable. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, I dropped off Pokemon Go once COVID started like, If I can't go out and travel, there's no point.
1: Uh, so they made a lot of things so y- you don't have to travel. Uh,
0: <laughs> I was literally not allowed to go out and play for most of the last few months, and I did the entirety of the time research from yeah, my house. So. You
1: can, yeah, because they they like extended incense hours and how effective incense is. Oh, wow, um, mm-hmm. they they doubled they doubled the distance to interact with Pokestops and gyms. Which was really nice. Actually, that that in general, without like COVID, is just a really nice thing because it's just a couple of like it it gets rid of the whole like your character glitched out and walked away from something mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. It just gets rid of that. Like that doesn't that's not a problem anymore. Well, that's good because they double this. They double the distance. It's really nice. Um, and also the remote raid passes are actually really nice too. Yes, those are really I, nice. I
0: I really like those. Yeah, and uh yeah. The only disappointing part about that was that with all of those research reward encounters, I did not get a single shiny. Oh
1: yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't get one either. See, I didn't that's, get one either.
0: Hmm, that's not odd. I mean, there's supposed to be, you know, a better chance of being shiny but i don't know if they turn it off for the event in order not to mm. flood the market with chinese or something mm-hmm.
1: I, yeah, don't I don't know. know i don't know they like there's usually a higher chance like when they get new ones Mm-mm-mm-mm. yeah so it it is what it is i i don't know i did the timed research i've been doing uh, a few other things as well um i mean i really like the giveaway they did this last week with like the the mr mime and everything yeah. else
0: the Ponita, the ponytail is now live. It's mm-hmm. my favorite. Yeah, the Ponitas is
1: live. Yeah, I I really enjoyed that. I don't know, like just doing little things like that, just being excited for Isle of Armor with like all the little leaks that are coming out mm-hmm. or little data mines. Like those are those are nice and crunchy. They're not super exciting, but they're they're crunchy. We have at worst case probably a month until it comes out. I mean, yeah, right now. I mean, we're we're talking on like May thirtieth, and they said <laughs> they said by the end of June. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like June nineteenth. Like, mm-hmm. something around there. Because that's that's where, like, if you follow the path of, like, their little giveaways they're announcing, Mm-mm. like, that's when it would wrap up. So I wouldn't be surprised if June 19th was where it kind of got dropped. I, I do expect second half of June as opposed to, like, first half oh, of June.
0: Definitely at this point.
1: And
2: if you follow yeah. the release schedule, it's going to be a Friday. And usually yeah. the second or the last second or second to last weekend in mm-hmm. June. So 19 or 26 or most likely. Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. So
1: I, I'm not I'm not too worried about it. Like, I, I think I mean, by the end of June, we'll get it. Uh, to be fair, I, I don't know if it's just because I've been growing up more or not. I, Like, I'm just not as impatient. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like I want it. I obviously want it. But like, I've waited this long for it already. I mean, it's been, I think, five months since the announcement about this point. And like, I've waited this long, like, what's another month? I can do it. Yeah. Time's just a construct. I can make it another month. <laughs> i'm very excited though for it i i am very very excited to see uh i love armor come out we also did uh we also did the youtube thing this week with uh whimsicott and claude claude edits most of those by the way in case none of you noticed. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but but claude uh claude edits most of those and uh but yeah that's coming out i think whimsicott's episode started on friday Yes, Babies. and I need to upload them for Claude. <laughs> I need to give them Thank to Claude. Uh, I'll do that today. <laughs> uh, I'll, get, I'll get to those for you because, yeah, we've got like the next four of them lined up and then we're going to get some more. I'm very excited um, because those those are just fun. Those are just fun, good time things on the YouTube, youtube.com slash Puckle podcast. You should mm-hmm. go over there and watch it. We're so close. We're, we're less than 300 hours away from getting repartnered.
0: Ooh. 300 Ooh. watch
1: hours. Yeah, I'm very excited. Like, wait, this is gonna happen. Like, this has been climbing up pretty quick, too. Like, over the past, uh, I think we started this, uh, like three weeks ago.
2: Easily now. by the end of Fire Red, right? you'll have it.
1: Oh, yeah. I think by the end of June, we'll have it without a problem. Awesome. Uh, I think even by the beginning of June, but it's, it's very possible. And I, I mean, I appreciate everybody who watches it and comments and like tells us, like, hey, good job. Because most of the time when I make YouTube comment, content, people are just like, well, I wish it was a little bit different thatch. <laughs> <laughs> and this it, it's really the thing and that's like why i stop most of the time because people are just like oh i this isn't exactly what i want i wish you would do this instead and then the problem is it's not like a general consensus of wish I, of wishing you would do something different it's Mm-mm. just like 50 different people wishing it was 50 different ways and then it's just like well that's discouraging because i can't it's not like it's going to increase viewership or ha- overall happiness and like I I also, I generally enjoy just doing the the fire red Nuzlocke. I I just like doing the Nuzlocke and I like hanging out with my friends while I do it. It's
0: (laughs) so much fun. So much fun.
1: I just like hanging out with my friends. (laughs) So that works out. Uh, I think, I think after Whimsicott it's going to be Scrawn too, because I've Mm. got, I've got a session lined up with Scrawn. So if you're a Scrawn fan, yeah, you can get that, get your fill. And then I think, I think we're going to be able to fit up most of the like main cast of the co-host on there before we hit Elite Four.
0: Nice.
1: I think we'll be able to do it. I think it'll be doable. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but on that note, I guess this is a good place to wrap it up. We do have some news to talk about, so let's uh, let's click it on, kick it on over to the news. <laughs>
2: Town radio
0: tower.
2: just in,
1: and welcome to the news. In the news, we've got a we've got a few things to talk about. A lot of things have happened. Not only we we mentioned the Galarian Ponyta giveaway, which is happening right now, with its hidden ability of anticipation. Sure,
0: yeah, exciting.
1: As well as a level ball, fastball, love ball, friend ball, and beast ball.
0: Now that I can be excited about. Yeah, that,
1: uh, that's more exciting, I think, than the pony. <laughs>
0: I mean, the opponent is nice if you're like in sword and you haven't yet found someone to trade with, but I it's guess. also nice. like I was playing shield this morning and I downloaded it, and it's level fifteen, and it's just right to go through the game at the point that I was at. so
1: actually, I'm okay with that. That makes sense to me. I'm into that.
0: Also, I just found out that one of my cats is actually in this room. He was hidden somewhere, and he's now walking on my desk. I hope he doesn't click any buttons on my... Okay, okay, okay. Off you go, okay. Off you go. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I it's was fine. afraid he was going to stop the recording.
1: He doesn't <laughs> love cats. Uh, and then uh, Pokemon Go has a bajillion things happening, because uh, the throwback research is over, unfortunately. So if you missed out on that, um I'm sorry, I guess. I don't know. But they announced new events because this week, I believe, starting on June 1st, they're going to have the event for all of the Galarian Pokemon, if you finish the throwback event or if you buy the pass to do it. um, So you can get, like, Galarian Meowth, Galarian uh, Darumaka, I believe, Galarian Stunfisk, because that's a Pokemon.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and then uh, Galarian Zigzagoon. So keep that in mind. Uh they that, that should can't be happening get over
0: Galarian Stunfisk being a thing. Like, why?
1: It's fine. It's the only reason I'm happy about it is because it's not a Gen 1 Pokemon. I'm going to be completely I mean, honest. Yeah. I'm going to be completely uh. honest. Look how many Gen 1 Pokemon still got Galarian forms. Like It's still like 50% of the Galarian forms were Gen 1 Pokemon.
2: True. And then what to Gen 5?
1: Yeah, a random... Uh, well, if you look at that game, like just the Pokedex and Sword and Shield is... The thing that I found very interesting was it was very heavy on like the later Pokemon, like Gen 5 to 7. Mm-mm. It was very heavy on that. Mm-hmm. And outside of like a few of like the big names in uh in like earlier generations, there were there wasn't a lot of representation. Um yeah. Gen 1 even included to an extent. I there were just like a lot of Pokemon missing. Uh I mean it, it's just very noticeable. And I don't know why we got Minetric and Yamper in the same game. Doesn't make sense, but it's fine. Uh you do you, Pokemon. You do you. <laughs> uh they've also announced some new events that are going to happen in pokemon go the first is the solstice event which is going to run from june 19th to june 24th uh local time i don't exactly know what that means it's probably gonna be like soul rock and lunatone spot places or something Mm. and then the bug out event will run from uh june 26th to july 1st uh the full details have yet to be announced um, also, the next Research Breakthrough Award uh, has been announced. For those of you who are just like, man, I can't wait to get something really cool. Because remember, Moltres used to be a Research Breakthrough reward and stuff like that. <laughs> um, and so we've got the legendary Trapinch. Oh, the legendary trapping. Trapinch. Trapinch. Um, uh, to be fair, it's better than the Flower Crown Eevee that we had for like two months. Yeah. So I- I'm okay with Trapinch over Flower Crown Eevee. At least it's like one of those harder to catch pokemon. I also think people like us who've been playing since like a lot of us have been playing since 2016. I think the that's been a real problem. Uh just because we're just like, well, we already have trapinch. I go, "Yeah, but if like my if like my little brother were to start playing Pokemon Go now, how's he going to get anything?"
0: Yeah. Since he missed the community day.
1: He missed community days, he's missed uh, not just community days, but he's also just like he missed like all of the gens being prominent.
0: Yeah, like at some this point, throwback event yeah. was all about that.
1: Yeah. the throwback event was all about that, uh, and I was I was really pleased with the throwback event and the way it was handled. So just just keep that up, TPCI. Keep that. up. Mm-mm. Zekrom is going to be coming to raid battles starting in June seventeenth. Right now, it's Reshiram, so that's really cool as well. I know, like that just got like a lot of people hyped as like the five star raids like switched to Reshiram and Zekrom. Like the number of people that freaked out about that, I didn't understand until just now.
0: It's Fresh and Zekrom. Hello, Thatch, they're really cool.
1: Box yeah, legendaries. I mean I guess so, but like for me I'm just like, yeah, cool, that's Fresh Yeah, cool, that's Zekrom. <laughs> but they have unique typings. No? no. No, no. No? Turtinator would like to have a talk with you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You're right, but
2: uh, when they first came out they were unique.
1: Uh when they first came out, yes. Uh, so was you <laughs> <laughs> y- y- Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, not when it came out in but Gen Six. You know what I mean? In Gen in Six, Gen six. <laughs> in Gen
1: Six, it was a unique type. That's true because Skiploom was also grass. And flying. so was uh, Tropius.
0: knew <laughs> 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 you were gonna say that?
1: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that's fairly exciting. Um, and the new TCG sets coming out. It's gonna include a Glorian Slowbro V card, um, because reasons. They they said it's going to, but we don't know what it looks like. I well, that What's
2: confirms and Slowbro isn't going to isn't the, gonna be
1: in Isle of Armor. We know that. They told us that. Yes.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: They told us that. Uh, if you have a fancy phone and you play Pokemon Go, you can build a little 3D map and have Pokemon hide behind real-life objects. That's something. Mm. I'm sure it won't be buggy.
0: No. Oh, no. <laughs> uh,
1: the Community Day votes have uh, been tallied, and there is uh, the next Community Day has been announced to be Weedle.
0: Well... What? It's gonna
1: be Weedle, yes, uh, starting on June twentieth.
0: People right. really want Niantic to release more shinies.
1: Yes. Um, there's also a code right now to redeem fifty Pokeballs, BT dubs, if you haven't already. And yeah, so the July Pokemon community Pokemon Go community day is gonna be ghastly, which already has a shiny. Everybody's just really it was like a really poopy situation because they've kinda watered down community days as well. But again, it's one of those things where I'm like, what about new players? Let's think about mm. the new players. Mm-hmm. Right, because I couldn't catch a weedle right now if I went out in normal conditions. Like it's very I hard to catch weedles weedle. in months. Yeah, you can't see weedle unless you play. Uh, if you play in normal mm-hmm. conditions, I'm going to be completely honest. I think it's just one of those things. If you look online, a lot of the outrageous a lot of the uh, quote unquote veteran slash legacy players. Right, the game's four years old at this point, and uh, that creates some issues.
0: Yeah,
2: I remember when it first came out. That was the way to power level was just to catch a whole bunch of weedles and evolve them all.
1: Well, you can do mm-hmm. that now. Every there's every generation includes oh, yeah. something that's like twelve candy to evolve, and you just do that. Uh, I think right now because like Unova is the really hot one right now, and Unova. I think I think it, well, no, it's not Sawaddle. Um, there's another one. Uh, it's not Venipede either. I don't know. Maybe so. Maybe Unova doesn't have one, <laughs> and I lied. Let's see. So the throwback champion research—that's what I talked about earlier. Um, you can go ahead and purchase a ticket for that if you haven't completed it. BT dubs? Uh, well, I guess this is like a week old. Never mind. Um, but if you if you have completed it, you do get uh, 10 candies for all of your encounters, and you buy the ticket. You get extra candy, I guess. Yeah. And it also has a Genesect, so I'm buying it for Genesect. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: mean, that's a good enough reason.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't buy it the original time because it was like right when COVID started, and I'm like, mm, I don't want to support Pokemon Go until I hear how this works. Mm-mm. And then that, that it was just like, oh, it's working pretty well. And I'm like, okay, cool. I guess I'll do it. I'll jump on the bandwagon. So that that is, uh, I think that's it for most of the news right now. <laughs> yeah, everything's been uh, going pretty swimmingly. I think Puckle-wise, we still don't have much going on right now. I think we, we've we wrapped up PFTT finally. Um, we do have Summer League coming up. Uh, we're waiting for Isle of Armor to drop. I'm just going to say that. I know I said it on the show before, but I want to say it again. Mm-hmm. Just so everybody's aware, we're waiting for Isle of Armor to drop. Because we want to have one, a bigger pool of Pokemon. I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest reason. And we don't have to, to adjust like halfway through the Summer League. So Summer League is going to be like actual summer this year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Instead of late spring league. <laughs> Instead
1: of late spring. So we'll have more details on that when that happens.
2: And isn't there going to be a mini tournament in between?
0: Yeah, I don't
1: know what's up with that. Um, uh, we do have a. If, like super meta moment we do have a staff meeting happening next week so we're going to get a lot more things ironed out and there's definitely more things in the pipeline that should be solidified next week all right on that note though guys we are going to take a or we're going to kick it on over to poke Poke quiz where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane pokemon knowledge And welcome to Puckles Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Uh, today we've got, uh, we've got Claude and Whimsicott operating together as a team to answer five Pokemon themed trivia questions, uh, from the Discord server, the Discord server. Nowhere else, just the Discord server. All of these questions curated from, you got it, the Discord server. All right, link to the, link to the Discord server is in the show notes. Please don't give me questions literally anywhere else. <laughs> because I don't curate them. Our good friend Rivy curates them for me.
0: <laughs> and he only looks for them in the appropriate channel.
1: Well, it's mostly because he doesn't have access to all of the channels that I have access to. <laughs> <laughs> and like, Because, like, Rivy's not perusing our iTunes reviews looking for a trivia question. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> he, he should be. No, he shouldn't. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, he shouldn't. But... Uh, this segment, as always, is brought to you by AnimeGravy.com, your one stop shop for anything cool and anime related or just nerd related. It's just nerd related at this point, and I'm okay with that.
0: Anything real? I- I'm wearing one of their shirts right now.
1: Uh, I have one of their posters in the office right now. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it. And so you too can become a winner when the. Uh, when. Are, whenever a co-host hits 30 points, they will win a $20 credit to PokemonCenter.com. And you, the listener, if you submit a trivia question that gets right on the show, will get a um will get a $20 credit or entered into a raffle for a $20 credit to AnimeGravy.com. So submit your tri- trivia questions over on the Discord server. On to the questions, though. Today, uh, Claude and Whimsicott are going to be operating as a team to answer five questions, each worth one point apiece except for the time it's not and uh for a possible total of seven because there's uh there's like a rule with the hint that we have and things that i don't think anybody pays attention to the rules when i say them so i'm just gonna stop
0: (laughs) really rules
1: (laughs) yeah people people tell me all the time they get confused about how the points work and they don't keep they can't keep track of it
0: (laughs) that just means you have to explain it more not less
1: uh it's fine we're gonna ask some questions Let's go ahead. Okay. So our first question this week is going to be from, uh, I guess Polywo. Apart from flying type, what has the least amount of monotypes? Ooh. The least amount of
2: monotypes?
1: Flying is like, obvi- obviously. Yeah, answer. it's obviously so flying they, first. They wanted uh, the second, they wanted the second okay. one.
0: So the types that have the least amount of Pokemon in general are like um, ghost and ice. So it might be one of them. Ghost, ice, and fairy pop into my head, but yeah, I think there's, there's a lot. Yeah, of- there's also Dragon really doesn't have a lot of monotypes at all. No. Like, there's Dratini, Dragonair, Haxorus, Dragon Shogun.
2: <clears throat> yeah,
0: no, okay, no, there's a lot. There's a lot, <laughs> uh-
2: <laughs> there's a lot of, I think, mono dragons, but I, I don't think there are as many mono fairies, but I could be entirely wrong. Um-
0: well, there's, uh, Sylveon, the entire, um, Gen 6 lines that's yeah. already for them. Then there's the Florges line. There's Left. a lot of Florges mono fairies in Gen yeah. 6. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, let's count out the mono ghosts and the mono ice. Especially the mono ice, I think that's, there's not a lot of them. So.
2: So mono ice, you have, I can think of cryogonal. I can cryogonal? think of snow runt. I can think of, uh, Glalie.
0: Yes. Uh and Capture and Vertic, yes. Uh I don't think anything that's new in Galar like Galaria Mr. Mime is like psyche guys or something, right? Yes. So I believe so. Um So far I've gotten six because Snom is part bug. And um uh wait, there's the Avalog line, so there's two of them.
2: If there's Avalog there. I'm- Trying to think in Gen 2 there's Oh um nothing new that's Glacion. Glacion makes it nine.
0: And uh, pure ice type I we did
2: g- all the gen three.
0: Yes. Gen, gen 4. four I can't think of anything except Glacion.
2: those Snow runs I mean that was Snowver and Obama Snowbills or Grass.
0: Yeah, exactly. Gen five had The Core Cup Chew. Yes, yes. Gen 6 had Avalog. Gen 7 had. Um, did it, Gen 7 have any pure ice types? I don't think so. I think Alolan Volpex.
2: Oh, Alolan Volpex might. No, oh, they're fairy, aren't they?
0: Uh, I, I'm going to need sure. an answer. Okay. So, I would go uh, with
2: ice. Let's just assume it's ice. And How about
0: best. ghosts, though?
2: Uh Oh, you have Mistrevis, Mismagius.
0: Yeah, this Duskull line and. Uh, Duskull,
1: it. Uh, yeah, I'd-
0: and then ghost, uh, poltergeist, yeah, 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 let's, go. Is let's go with ice.
1: Yeah. Let's go with ice. Ice is unfortunately incorrect. Um, the answer is actually steel. There's only 11 steel types, mono Ooh. steel types. How um, many mono ice types are there? Uh, mono ice, well, you forgot about a lot of forms, like a Lolan Volpix, um, cast form technique. Oh, cast form. Then you've got Snowrunt, Glalie, Regice, Glaceon, Darumaka, Darman. Oh, gosh. Vanillite yeah. Line. Oh, uh, yeah. and Cryagonal, Bergmite, Ice-Q.
0: We forgot a lot of stuff.
2: 11 Pure Steels?
1: Yeah. Uh, that is uh, Galarian Meowth, Berserker, uh, Mega-Agron, technically, um, Registeel, Clink-Clang, Clink-Clang, Meltan, Melmetal, Cop- Q-Fenton, Caparagia.
0: Oh, yeah. Huh.
1: Yep. Yep, fun fact.
2: I guess sworn there were more.
1: There aren't. <laughs> there just aren't. I don't know what to tell you.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought there were more. That's that's my bad.
1: All right, next question is going to be from, uh, let's see, IP Cuts. Yep, that's a name. What is the only Pokemon that gets Sacred Sword via breeding?
0: Oh, I feel like I should know this. Um...
1: Somebody somebody in particular will be upset with you if you get it wrong.
0: Yes. So, I think... So, what can you breed it...
1: Some people say we're the same person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what can you breed it down from? Because right. what gets it by level up, you
2: know? I'm pretty sure I know the answer.
0: Just okay. based off
2: of what what he said. <laughs> so, m- my guess is it would be like Aegislash, just because it's a sword. And a shield? Which would be then be what? Honedge gets it?
0: Yeah, but doesn't Aegislash get it by level up?
2: Oh. So would it not just be by breeding as well?
0: Like I'm not sure. I'm just saying
1: This is a Pokemon this is a Pokemon that doesn't get it via level up but only gets it oh, via breeding.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Yes.
0: Mm-mm.
2: Um who else would get it during
0: Breeding.
2: Okay. So then then it's not Aegislash, because Aegislash I know learns it by level up.
1: I thought the kills learn by breeding.
0: I'm pretty sure... Um, oh, how about Galarian Farfetch'd?
1: This Pokemon isn't in Sword and Shield. I'll give you that hint.
0: Okay, time. fine. We're not doing very well today. <laughs> <laughs> this Pokemon is not in Sword and Shield. Uh, what about... Does, does Samurott get it? Oh, he might get it through breeding. Yes. Yes, because um, he probably didn't have... like. It was introduced in, like, Gen 5, and he was a Gen 5 starter. Yes, yes. And he was totally referring to Osh, so yes, it's Oshawut.
2: Okay. I'm trying to think of other things that I know of used, like blade moves.
0: Yeah, no, it's (laughs) Oshawut.
1: Is Oshawut your final answer?
0: If Claude is fine with it, it is. Yeah, sure.
1: Yes, it is Oshawut. And the only way he gets it, fun fact, is by breeding with Smeargle. (laughs) Of course. Uh, That is the only Pokemon that also learns it via egg move. Oh, so, well, I guess wow. that was the question. Never mind. Um, so, Oshawa, yeah. All right, that's one for two. Our next question is your Pokedex entry, as always. Uh, this one is going to come from. I, let me double check to see if this person's already gotten it or not. They have not. They have been read. Okay, cool. So, it's this other person. From Coil Builder, its Pokedex X entry states. With four linked brains, it's more intelligent than a supercomputer. It uses calculations to analyze its foes. I just read that for the first time, and I hope you know what the answer is.
0: Metagross.
2: Yeah. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is Metagross.
1: Yeah. Metagross is correct. <laughs> uh, Metagross is the answer. So there you go. And some of these are just some of those are easy, I think. Like um, they have to like the Pokedex entries have to, like walk a fine line, it's either like completely out there or oh, nice. it's very easy to fit hell. So the next question is a bonus. It has bonus point or no, has a bonus point. So you get a possible total of two points because Ruby gave me no multiple point answers. All right. We'll deal. All right. This one's going to be from Mage. What are the only two Pokemon introduced after Gen 5 that can have no origin mark? What does that mean?
0: Oh, the origin mark is uh, that little, like, the Alola flower or the oh. Gen 6 pentagon.
1: Okay, okay, so there's so there's two Pokemon that can that can have that. Can, so the first what, one
2: that comes to mind is Magearna because you can get it through Pokemon Home if you, like, yes. complete some stuff.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right. What about... Um, Melton and Melmetal. Do they get something?
2: For, do they get something for Go?
0: Mm. Because, uh, you technically, but you catch them in, uh, they, they can't get them. And I think you get them if you catch them like in Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee from Go or something like that.
2: I, uh, I don't.
0: No. <laughs> so yeah, uh is probably right. This is the person no, that wait. popped into my head was Wait, uh is the question they cannot get them or they can not have them?
1: Um they can not have them. These are okay. Pokemon that in in like in current Gen 8 games cannot have a... uh can have uh a Like alarm. they can
0: have them but they, they can, can have them but they can also not have them. Okay, so I think McGurna from home is a Excellent answer.
2: That's the first thing that comes to my mind, because I know you can get it if you uh, complete their deck. There's
0: also, like, um, several Pokemon you can get as gifts from home, though.
2: I mean, couldn't you totally make the argument that, like, AZ's Floette may not have an origin?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good point. You know what we should do? We should use the hint.
2: Yes, let's use the hint.
1: Please do. Uh okay, so these are Pokemon that can evolve and because your line of train of thought is completely off. Oh, well, never mind. I would I would think about transferring Pokemon up.
0: Oh. These are Pokemon that
1: you could bring up from something like Gen 5, and then they would become a Gen 8 equip or a Pokemon that was introduced after that generation that would ha- not have the proper mark.
0: Oh, okay. Alolan Raichu and Alolan Marowak.
1: Can you same train of thought. You're wrong, but that's yeah, Same, I mean, I same think, train of thought. I think it
2: would have to be in Gen eight, wouldn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, because they would in have Gen They You'd have to do it in Gen okay, eight because so- that that's
1: technically correct, though. That is technically correct. Uh, so you know, what? I'll give you the points for that if you want, because that's technically correct. Um, so, but, I'm trying to understand.
2: So they, they just they would just have the wrong mark.
1: No, well, yeah, because like those. So if you transferred like a Pikachu from Gen yeah. five up to Alola and you evolved it, it would it wouldn't have the clover. No. Yeah. Um and so there's two that can do it in Sword and Shield, and I don't think the question specified Sword and Shield. Ah, Sword and um, Shield.
0: So it's Galarian Weezing and uh, what's the other one that oh, evolves from? Oh uh, this is
1: there's three answers then. Oh the yeah, person was because wrong. Wow. Rivy, this is wasn't the same? fact checked. This wasn't fact checked, Rivy. So
2: that means Galarian Weezing? What else what else has a split evolution? Um, uh, so things fact that check.
0: can evolve without breeding them into I, their you, original you, form. First, I'll
1: just give them to you because you guys. I'll give you three points now. You guys got three sure. points because uh, right. you you found cool. loopholes to this person's question. <laughs> so the answers he was looking for, or were Pokemon that were only available in Generation Eight. Um, but the answer is uh, the answers are Mister Rhyme and Sylveon. Actually, the Magierna, by the way, that you were talking about, does get a mark.
0: Oh, does cool. get the Gen Eight
1: mark. So just a just a heads up, the it does get the you just get the Gen eight mark, but you can so, bring up a you can bring up a uh, Mime Junior, you can bring up a Mime Junior, and you can bring up an Eevee.
0: Yeah, oh. but if you can bring up an Eevee, you can get but, well, all still- the evolutions. Yeah, I, the I know. was, do they not have a? Mark oh, at all? They're,
1: they're, well, they these are all Pokemon introduced after Gen five.
0: Oh, okay.
1: These are all Pokemon introduced okay. after Gen five. So, so Sylveon counts, and so does Mister Rhyme. And I guess, oh, I guess if they're all after Gen 5. You know what? I'll still give you the points because the question's confusing. It's fine. Three points. Uh, So you guys are five for five, technically, or five for (laughs) five.
0: In somehow. Uh, Yeah. Without getting most of the answers.
1: (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. Uh, All right. Question number five (laughs) is from, uh, we're going to say Pika Lola form. What is the uh, what unevolved pokemon has the highest base special defense? Unevolved? Unevolved. Unevolved, Completely not Completely unevolved. Not, not is, it, is it not unevolved. just
0: chancey? Uh, do you, is is unevolved uh unevolved. Like, unevolved,
1: not 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 fully not uh, not has not, not reached its evolved. full potential. No, it, okay, it, it so never evolved in its life ever. Oh, okay,
0: but that doesn't No previous include... forms,
1: no previous forms. So that like, doesn't
0: include single stage Pokemon.
1: No, doesn't
0: okay, include single stage Pokemon.
2: There you go. Um, oh,
0: okay,
2: so it has not evolved at all. No. All right. Um, Happiny then shows up. In my,
0: mind. <laughs> it, I mean, it is a baby Pokemon from. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, that's a that's a decent answer, but also, I. Mm,
2: uh, Let me think. What else has high special defense in the first form? Gosh,
0: exactly like ridiculously high. What has like ridiculously high special defense? Like, okay, but Um, I think of the the Chansey
2: Blissey line. um, Yes, very high. I mean, Toxapex, but that's Marini. Then, Mm. Um,
0: Galarially has a really high one, but it's evolved. no, but yeah, but I mean, maybe Lilip has a really mm. high one too, you know? I'm, I'm just trying oh, to yeah, think, it. maybe it doesn't jump like a hundred base stat points when it evolved. Huh.
2: You have a point there. Um, so,
0: maybe something that uh, gained uh, an evolution uh, later? Like some Deox's Gen 2 Pokemon?
2: might have a very high special defense.
1: Mm. Just it doesn't the have name. an evolution it doesn't have an evolution
2: yeah, Deoxys Defense
0: yeah, but it, does, it, does, it needs to have, have an evolution. evolution oh,
2: it needs to have an evolution Oh yeah, gosh.
0: we exclude a single-stage Pokemon from the question
2: uh, all right, this, is, this is
1: odd um, the answer will surprise you
0: <laughs> I bet what is very high special defense? I mean, let's I'm define i an
1: answer oh. I'm gonna need an answer
0: you know what? Um You're I'm not willing
1: I right have of thought. It's it's fine, just give me an answer. <laughs>
0: I'm willing to throw down even something like I don't know Eevee or the Sylveon?
2: Uh- oh no, Sylveon's evolved. Oh god. I Oh, all right. Diancie, cuz Diancie can mega evolve.
0: That doesn't count.
1: <laughs> that doesn't count. Just give me oh, an answer. Dang. I need an answer.
0: I want to I, I want to say like either Eevee or Oh, or something I, think, like that. I don't
1: think
2: it's Eevee, but I, I don't know anything else. I know it's
0: not Eevee. Um uh, uh, how about something that's super special different uh what's the pre-evolution of Mandipaz? Um Volobi. yeah, whatever. We don't know, so we might as well just throw something. No, wait, 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 wait. Uh Cosmog. I sure. think it's cosmog.
2: Well, let's go with it then.
1: <laughs> cosmog is incorrect um the answer is Mantike.
0: oh what
1: Mantike has a base special defense of 120 what that's awesome yeah it's amazing are you kidding me that's amazing it's amazing, amazing base base special defense of 120. It's the highest base stat of all uninvolved Pokemon and all baby Pokemon. My God! Wow! Um, it, is, it is just crazy I think high.
2: my Diancy answer is still better, because it
1: Alright, <laughs> <laughs> but that gives you guys five points. That does change up the standings. I don't know. Claude, you could donate it to somebody, I guess. We'll say you could donate the points. Um, oh. Let's, so, let's give him so, a
2: Shamu then, because he was supposed yeah, to be sure. here.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, and it was my fault for having the show at a different time. We'll give them to Shamu. Okay, so there we go. We're gonna go home. We're gonna go sort this column. I mean, it doesn't matter because the stand, like, there's so many people tied for everything right now.
0: (laughs) You get five points, and you get five points, and you get five points.
1: (laughs) Right now, we have a three way tie for first place between Sublime, P. McGee, and Whimsicott with 11 points. In fourth place, we have Seth Vilo with 10. In 5th place, we have a two-way tie between R-Sigma and Jushiro with 6. In 7th place, we have a three-way tie between Linny and Scrawn and Dr. Shamu at 5. And Basket has yet to get on the board. That is it, though, for this week, guys. Uh, We're going to kick it on over to the topic after this short iTunes review is yelled at you. We will catch you over at the topic. Hey, guys. Instead of the normal iTunes review today, I really want to do a little bit of self-promo. We're trying to make Puckle TCG mats. And we really want to know what kind of interest there is in this. So we actually have a form in the show notes for you guys today. If you're interested in that and you want to take a look at the art for that, if you would go ahead and click that Google form, we would be more than happy if you would fill it out. We just kind of want to get a head count if people would be interested in it, uh, just because it's something that's really cool and really interesting. And it's something that we really want to do for the Puckle community. So if you're interested in that, please fill out the form. But let's kick it on over the topic if you don't want to be sold anything. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be, uh, I guess game changers in Pokemon. Uh, Whimsicott wanted to do this and I think it's a good one. Uh, we're going to talk about what we think was the biggest change in Pokemon hands down and why. Mm-hmm. And I know Whimsicott and I are, I already disagree. Yes. <laughs> a, little <laughs> bit. a little bit. But I, because I, I personally think the thing that made modern day Pokemon, modern day Pokemon is hashtag back in Gen 4. Uh, when they did the uh, when they did the physical special split, I mean that that I think is the winner because I think it took it took a lot of Pokemon that were garbage and useless before. Like let's let's think about I can my my example for this is Gyarados. Mm. Gyarados was trash until this physical special split. It was one hundred percent trash because it had this giant attack stat, okay special stat.
2: Yeah, my go to is Hitmonchan, who had all these punches that were somehow special.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I think I think that really I think it really made a difference. I think it really made a difference, and it because it made an even playing field for all Pokemon. You could have stat distribution, like stat distribution didn't destroy a Pokemon anymore mm-hmm. uh, as badly. As, we'll badly. That, as badly, yes. I, I still think there's some stat distributions that are just like mm, does Varizia need the same attack and special attack? Probably not. But yeah. there there's things where it's just like. You couldn't just completely destroy a Pokemon by being like, "Yeah, I put it, I put it a high attack in this Water type Pokemon." Yeah. Instead of a high special attack, and that way they couldn't never take you. They could never utilize their stabs. I, I think that is probably one of the biggest game changers to the mechanics of Pokemon. Oh yeah. To date.
0: This is really all about Frolicator, isn't it?
1: A little bit. A a little
0: bit. I I figured you out.
1: (laughs) A little bit. For Alligator, was garbage until that happened, but Gyarados, I think, is a better example. I think Gyarados is by
0: far a better example. If you want to put it that way, fine. Look, I I don't completely disagree with you, but the one I like best is abilities. Because up until that point, every Pokémon that shared a type and a general leaning in stat distribution was almost the same because Pokemon of the same type tend to get the same moves at the end mm-hmm. of the day. So it meant that if you wanted to use, you know, a grass type with a high special defense, you were always going to use the same one. Oh, yeah. And then abilities came in and suddenly Pokemon were actually different from each other individually. Which I think is amazing.
2: So I, I would go a step further and say nature. Mm. When we when we brought that in Gen three, what a
1: competitive player! Right? What, yeah. what a competitive <laughs> guy over here! Because it just means nature's oh, nature's are the way to go. Yeah. I mean, you can <laughs> no, now you're not wrong. You choose wrong.
2: like it. It gave a Pokemon a
1: personality too. I mean, I would argue if we're just talking in terms of like which generation really shook Pokemon the most, I, I would definitely agree with you guys and say Gen three because gen 3 really shook up what com- like they that was where they like laid like the hard foundation for competitive mm-hmm. Pokemon like modern competitive Pokemon because that's when we got all the stats redistributed yep. mm-hmm and that's when we got modern day concept of the EV and IV um which were both good natures like you said because that helped you tune the Pokemon a little bit further like i I really like um I really like the concept of EVs. I wish they were more transparent when they were revealed mm-hmm Oh, um, yeah. same with nature's a little bit too. Like I really like having the red and blue colors that we have on nature's nowadays. Yeah. I wish that would have happened back then just because you'd be like, Oh, something must be going on with that stat. And then we could have at least linked it to nature's at some point with our, with our brains. Mm. That would have been interesting. I I like, I understand they like to keep things like somewhat hidden because then you feel like, Oh, I'm just training my Pokemon. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think that was the original concept until they decided to make a competitive scene. Like I, I would say up until like gen four, They were pretty much just like, yeah, it's just a way to, like, train your Pokemon, blah, blah, blah. And they put mechanics in to do that in the background. Yes. I mean, because that was the way it worked in Gen 1 was essentially, oh, if I train my Pokemon... Because there's that NPC that says, oh, I train my Pokemon against this to make it better battling them. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. Which is is somewhat true. I mean, it was more that... If you battled Snorlax, you became a Snorlax. Yes, um, but <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. But it, it's on that same like frame. And, but I think laying that foundation, like with natures and abilities and EVs, like that generation did the most. Like it, by far, like without Gen three, as much as like we like to give it poop for not being like the best generation ever
2: and for not having enough water.
1: I love it. I honestly, it's grown on me a lot, especially since or- Oras. Like I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if that's just because like maybe the last two generations haven't been really my cup of tea mm. and and have shown me like some of the I I don't know if I want to say like revealed cracks in like the Pokemon formula, but more so of just uh I, I know it's been it's been semi consensus in the community that um that like Sun and Moon and maybe not Sun and Moon, maybe Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon and Sword and Shield like were were I don't want to say letdowns, but they weren't as good as people would expect them to be. Oh and yes. I I don't know. I didn't have that feeling about X and Y. Like I yeah, would say, no. X and Y, X and Y had similar amounts of content to Sword and Shield and Sun and Moon. Well, it had similar amounts of content to Sun and Moon, mm-hmm. and I would say I was not disappointed with that at all. Like I was one hundred percent happy with what X and Y were. And oh yeah, I I don't think it's I, I think it's honestly just because it feels more like an adventure. The pacing is really cool. I really like the pacing in X and Y.
0: Yeah, it's. It, I mean, it's weird because it feels good, even though you have like a vast chasm between the first and the second gym.
1: Yes, I love that. That's that's actually my favorite part. <laughs> I, I no, like legitimately because one of the things I really like about playing a Pokemon game is that it feels like it's something fun to play through. Like, mm. it, I, I want to. I, like in terms of immersion, having those not notable NPC encounters. Yeah, I think is important to world building and immersing me into the Pokemon game, and I think having that giant spacing between like the first gym where they're just like, "Hey, you're on this journey to get all your badges," and then you have forever until the second gym. So like, I know I'm on my gym challenge, like yeah. I know I'm on it. But then somebody's like, "Hey, could you go get my furrow for me?" And I'm <laughs> like, "Yeah, I am all about that life." Yes. And, they're, yeah. and then they're just like, "Hey, you got to get the Snorlax." Here's a throwback. I love to when they ruin, like
2: the random side quest that you had to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like I think that's I miss that. I miss having those little things, and I think I that like was I think and Y... It, it, it built a lot of life. It built a lot of life into Pokemon for me, and I think that's something that we were missing both uh, to an extent. I think Sun and Moon mostly because, like, as a person who plays more D anD D than the normal person, <laughs> Sun and Moon is the equivalent of like a railroaded adventure. Mm-mm. Um, for the most part, I mean, there's a couple places where you can go off the uh, go off the rails. But not a lot, uh, because I, I, I think it, the worst thing that happened to Sun and Moon was literally the flag on the bottom of the screen telling me where to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like when I played it at first, I was like, oh, cool, this is new. But in retrospect, I think that was the worst thing because it was just like, oh, now I know where to go all the time. Yeah. And I can't accidentally like stumble off the path.
0: Exactly. Even if there's like a cool area that I can explore, I'm not even going to see it because yeah,
1: exactly.
2: you have to go follow a certain path that they wanted you to. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, well, the same was true for me in sword and shield. I didn't have the flag, obviously, but what I, what I had was uh, like route five comes to mind. Route five in sword and shield is 100% what I think of when I think of, I could have gone off the path, but the game really wants me to go in a particular direction.
0: Mm. And so I just
1: didn't even see it. There's an entire, like, side path you can go on in, on Route 5, <laughs> by the way. And I didn't find it until I, until I beat the game. <laughs> Which one's
0: Route 5? Uh, the one with the far-fetched.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, it's the one with the far would and, like, the breeding center on it. The yeah,
0: airplane and, yeah.
1: Yeah. And there's, like, the bridge and everything. Yeah, so there's, like, a little section you can go down and there's a bunch of trainers you can battle.
0: Mm-mm.
1: And I didn't even know that was there.
0: Wow. <laughs> until I beat the game. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs>
1: I didn't know that was there.
0: Amazing.
1: Yeah, I completely missed it.
0: Now, I think, yes, this is definitely a factor. But to me, the real feeling like looking at it now is that the games up until X and Y came out when Game Freak wanted them to be out.
1: And then it didn't
0: happen again
1: you're you're not wrong like i mean i think it was when we did the simultaneous releases i think that's really i i would even say x and y probably came out when game freak wanted it to come out yeah just because that was the last release of a pokemon game we had not for black friday
2: Mm
0: -mm -mm. like
1: that 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 was the last that was the last not the friday before black friday release (laughs) and so there's probably some truth to that i i wouldn't i wouldn't disagree that nintendo might be breathing down their necks
0: <laughs> just a little bit huh?
1: <laughs> yeah like i i wouldn't be surprised if somebody were to tell me like yeah Papa nintendo has been breathing down our necks and this is what we're getting because they see it as a console seller which i think was the was honestly honestly i think that was the biggest thing that affected both um sword and shield and uh even let's go Mm-mm. like maybe the fact that let's go even existed yes Papa nintendo because they're just like we want a pokemon game out Maybe maybe Masuda's not even, like, the person that you should blame. Maybe it's uh, Ishihara, you know? Mm. Um, because he's the president at TPCI who guides the development and stuff like that. And so maybe he was like, hey, we want to put out a game. I, I could totally see Masuda not being happy that Let's Go exists.
0: <laughs> I could 100%
1: <laughs> see him not being happy that it exists.
0: I mean, it would be fair.
1: And the reason he was the producer was because he wanted to fall on that sword and not let anybody else fall on it. <laughs> like, I, I could 100% see that being the case. Oh, yeah. Because Maybe. my, my favorite thing is still when they asked if there's going to be, if there's any future Let's Go games in the works, because people liked it. And he said, well, if people liked it, they should tell me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> like he
1: said that during an interview.
0: <laughs> wow. Shots no fired. <laughs>
1: he did that. He did that during an interview for uh, the Sword and Shield release. One, I I don't know if that was just him being coy, but two, I don't think the Let's Go format really fits anything but Gen One really well, mm-hmm. because yeah. you start coming out with other things. Like because mm-hmm. like Gen One works the way it does because it didn't introduce any of those mechanics. But Gen Two, like one of the big things was, hey, we came out with holdable items, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow, I forgot about that. And they took they took that away in Let's Go. Like they like you can't just you can't remake Gen Two and be like no hold items.
0: Yeah. That's you not can't
1: good. do that. You can't do that because le- like Gen Two is f- just full of whole items.
0: I mean, can you even breathe in Let's go. I don't uh, no, remember.
1: No, no, you can't.
0: See, that's the other big thing about Gen Two. You can't have it.
1: Yeah, you yeah. can't. You can't have that. And like, what's the point then? I'm, I'm very like, it's, it's a huge problem.
0: By the way, breeding huge game changer. Oh, yes. Uh,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: It's just so far back that we don't even think about it.
1: I wouldn't say breeding in the form... Well, I think it's mostly because breeding in, like, the original form, not so much. Um, Just because, like, we didn't have the stats like we used to. And even then, like, Gen 3 breeding kind of sucked. It wasn't (laughs)
2: terrible, but it was
1: something. I
0: mean, honestly, breeding sucked up until Gen 6, and then it became awesome. But...
1: Yes. The thing is, <laughs> until Destiny yes. Knot, until Destiny Knot, it was awful.
0: <laughs> Maybe it didn't change the competitive game so much, but oh wow! Suddenly, I don't have to play through the game three times to get all three of the evolutions in my game.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, no, that's true. That's true. I, 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 agree that from like a playthrough perspective, breeding was really good. Mm-mm. I think it's. I mean, egg moves are also a really nice thing. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, yeah. Th- like, those aren't bad. And, and, like, i I all for all the time all of the quality of life improvements they've made. Like, I think Sword and Shield is, like, the penultimate, like, quality of life minus, like, a rusty bottle cap to, like, make IV zero.
2: Yeah, that's the only like, thing I think we're missing at this point is a make an IV yeah. zero.
1: That's the only thing I'm worried about, too, by the way. Like, I'm a little worried about that because, like, Game Freak likes to take away things <sighs> between games. And, like, we've got this really, really good, like, competitive build-up thing that we can do, even though you can't really play competitive 6v6 singles.
0: Exactly. That was going to be my next point. Like, they already took away my ability to essentially play Pokemon
1: on cartridge. It's it's very sad. Um, I mean, it's made me adapt because, like, I've learned Battle Stadium singles and I've been playing more VGC than I think I ever have.
0: I guess, but... Like, look at me. I. It's, no,
1: no, no. Je- 6v6, I think, is the, like, the best way to play. And if they, if they supported a 6v6 format officially, it would be. I think right? it would be incredibly more popular. I mean, you can even see that just by looking at the Battle Stadium singles versus the VGC, mm-hmm. um, VGC ladders. If you look at the number of people who have played, battle stadium singles versus vgc it's way more people have played battle stadium okay singles.
0: to be fair to be fair vgc is way harder
1: um i would say it's harder but i would say it's so much easier this gen though yeah it's not it's not that bad i'm, I'm not gonna lie like, it's not i'm enjoying it a lot more than i thought i would it's it's better than it's been in the past
0: i want to get into it but i'm not gonna get into vgc from scratch so battle spot singles is like battle stadium singles sorry It's almost like the baby version of 6 versus 6. It is. is. I can kind of get into that from Smogono U, but I don't have the kind of time to commit to learning VGC, so I'm stuck with Battle Stadium Singles, which Mm -hmm. is a diminished version of the game that I love. I would love to get into VGC, but I don't have the time to do that.
1: Like I said, I think honestly, if they had a 6v6 singles format that was like the official format for Pokemon, I think that would do, I think you'd have way more players showing up than you oh, would for yeah. VGC. Oh, I think 100%. you would. I understand why they do VGC to an extent. Um, at least originally, they were doing it for speed. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I mean it still- is a, it, it's a slightly different game as well than singles, but um, they were doing it for speed and you can do best two out of three. Like, doing best two out of three in a 6v6 singles is a nightmare, and it should never be attempted. It helps take
2: away from some of the RNG and hacks that goes on. Yeah,
1: but honestly, like, if they were to just do it without – and, like, leave the RNG and hacks in – I think some of the biggest like reactions I've ever seen at like live VGC events are when those things happen. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: And could you imagine somebody who's just like the underdog makes it to the finals and they like they get like a good flinch or something and then they win it all? Like that. It's Pokemon, guys. We're not, we're not, we're not Fortnite. I don't
0: know that I would be completely excited about that. I think what I get excited about when I watch VGC is when. The player is backed into a corner, but he knows his win condition is Mm -hmm. that flinch and he goes for it. Because that shows... It's not like I'm relying on luck because I can't play. It's because I have been so far outplayed, but it is within the game that I know so well. It is my only chance back. It is my chance, and I'm good at Pokemon, so I see it. So I go for it. I think you can
1: still do that in a single format, though. You can still have that exact same You absolutely can. Oh, yeah, you do.
0: But it's... It's more immediate in VGC. Uh,
1: Yeah, I maybe. Yes, I I think it would be really cool to like, honestly, if they if I were if I were TPCI, what I would be looking into, and I'm not TPCI because I'm thatch and they don't listen. Well, they listen to this podcast and then they do the opposite. So (laughs) so what I would do is I would run a singles at the same time as a VGC. yes i would do that like maybe start with battle stadium singles right now and run it alongside because i think if you want to increase your numbers of people participating one i think doing it online like they like they are right now is Mm -hmm. a great first step like i am super hyped for that minus the invitational that exists
0: eh nothing's perfect
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i like that is that it they took something perfect and made it and blemished it but that's okay that's fine um they bruised the apple um, but <laughs> poor Aplin, they, yeah. oh, poor Aplin. <laughs> so they, but other, outside of that, it was, it was um, it's done very well. But I think if you really want to do it, you should offer both. I think if there is really that much of a difference between the two, you'll see you'll see somebody like you take the one that's going to give you bigger numbers, in my opinion, right? If <laughs> one starts to overtake the other, you take the one with the bigger numbers. I mean, that's what happened recently in I believe uh, last year with uh, Denver Regionals. They saw, they just, they didn't see a point to running a VGC regional. They just ran TCG. Mm -hmm. They didn't even have a VGC regional at that one. It was just a TCG regional because TCG brings in a way bigger number than VGC. Oh, yeah. Like, way bigger. It's something, it's on the order of like seven to ten times every time.
0: Yeah, but as you said, now that they have shown that there is a possibility of going online, it doesn't matter if you have too many people. You can have two events run in parallel. All the yeah. times you want, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. You'll get more Twitch views. You'll get more people playing. It's whoa, 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 whoa! Twitch great. views, you're
1: not gonna, you're not gonna get until you enable. For some reason, it's not uh, spectator mode in, online. online.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that I know needs that's to, a bit that really needs to that
1: needs to happen. That yeah. hands down oh, yes. needs to happen. I'm really the fact hoping that that they just happen.
2: bring it out for like the Pokemon play tournament.
1: Well, they're not. So that's the whole reason they're doing this invitational thing. So, so the reason they're doing the invitational isn't because they're just like, haha, we want Wolf Click in the finals or something like that. It's because they're gonna put together eight people in a room with a capture card, and they're gonna they're gonna record them playing the games that they have content of people doing competitive Pokemon. Literally, dream. no other reason.
0: So essentially, the whole entire thing we've been discussing for the past ten minutes comes down to the real game changer would be Nintendo and the Pokemon Company getting yeah. some reliable servers. Yes, uh,
1: that that that's the next game changer, right? <laughs> I think that's well, the next I mean, game changer. you have to
2: changer. think like like Gen Six. They brought in Megas, with a big, which was a big game
1: changer. You had Z uh, crystals. Dynamics. I think I I'm not a fan of like Z crystals and Dynamax. I, I don't like that. I liked Megas. I thought Megas was a really cool shakeup. Mm-hmm. Um, but at some point, I want them to rely on the new Pokemon they put in there as a shakeup, as opposed to a gimmick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I always, like, Mega's fantastic idea. I think that, like, that's the OG quote unquote gimmick, and it should just be perpetuated throughout Pokemon. Because I don't think there's a reason that we need to be like, oh, well, we need a thing to change up battles this gen. I don't think we need that, TPCI. Listen, please, this time. Um, <laughs> and I don't, I don't think we need that. I, I think we, I think I'd much rather see them lean more heavily on Pokemon themselves than, Hey, this Pokemon's good when it holds a Z Crystal.
0: Yeah, I mean
2: they started to do that. Like you saw how much they brought in terrains last gen, and they're emphasizing a lot more of it this gen.
1: Uh, so it's it's in there because of Dynamax, though. Like that's the thing. Like you have one terrain center per terrain right now. Mm-mm. Um, outside of outside of Dynamax.
2: Yeah, but like eventually we're gonna get the Tapu's back in. That's Crown terrifying undra. to
1: me. I'm not a fan of that. But we can talk about that until <laughs> like,
2: these are all like little game changers that make a huge difference. The fact that terrain can just be set.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, and they're I'm emphasizing a lot more it. of
2: that with Dynamax and hopefully the new move Terrain Pulse.
1: I'd rather, I'd rather do that though. I'd rather focus on terrains and terrain setting abilities. Yes. Than Dynamax setting terrains. Like that, that's my argument.
2: Oh, I completely agree. I,
1: I'm not against that. I just think I think Dynamax is. Um, Dumb gimmick. It's kind of fun. Like it feels good, especially in game. It feels really good when you're doing mm. a playthrough. Yeah. Um. But I I don't think I don't think from a competitive standpoint I'm super excited about it. I'd much rather have like a a season like a year of VGC where it's like no megas, no Dynamax, no Z crystals, um, just the Pokemon. Ooh. And I I think that would I mean they kind of did that uh it, not this year in VGC 20 but in VGC 19 where they split the season up and they said no megas this one. Uh, yeah. No, mm-hmm. no Z crystals this one, and then they like eased everything in. I thought that was really cool, and I really like that because I think I think Megas are a. I think Megas are honestly the mechanic they should like put their chips on. Yeah. I think it's they're relatively balanced. Yeah, there's some good ones. Yeah, there's some bad ones, but for the most part, I think they're all usable. Mm-hmm. And with the exception of Mega Garchomp. Um, but.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's usable. Not if you want to go anywhere with it,
1: but. <laughs> You need a niche It's, for it's it. like you already had a Garchomp. Why did you ruin it? Uh, uh,
2: but, well, they knew if they made Garchomp better, it'd be way too broken. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I Well, I think that was a really good way to do it. Like, I, I thought Mega Garchomp was the way you give a Mega Evolution to a Pokemon like Garchomp. And mm. I thought Mega Tyranitar was done very well. But then you mm. see stuff like Mega Metagross and Mega Salamence. And Mega and it's like, no, And it's no, Mega Lopunny's fine. Yeah. Mega, because Lopunny's garbage without it. You're right. And it's good. And, like, really mega Miles. Mega Mowile is a good idea. But like Metagross is like, I'm good. And then they're just like, let's make it broken.
0: Exactly. Same with Mega
1: Salamence. Hey, mm-hmm. this is good. Let's make it broken.
0: Yeah.
1: And and those are the like those are Blaziken. The two big examples. Blaziken's another... Well, Blaziken was a problem of its own before that happened. But <laughs> 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 but yeah, Blaziken's something else that's just like, well, does it really need that good of a Mega? I, w- I would even argue Mega Swamper to an extent, but... No Swampert's cut pretty garbage without Mega Swampert, so never mind. I'm okay with Swampert's it. Like, really good. But there's only like there's only like three or four where I'm like this is really gross. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? And uh, I think it's I think it's a really good uh, place to like I want them to cash their chips in on that and be like, hey, let's make some, let's get some Pokemon some like spotlights. Yes. You know, uh, because Gen four and Gen two are still are still feeling the pain.
2: Yeah. In the random Mega, I do know
1: yeah mega (sighs) random mega on no gen 6 doesn't have anything like that either gen 6 doesn't even have dynamax now so Mm. thanks uh thanks thanks pokemon
0: oh uh, yeah that's right yeah it's true
1: the the only the only i mean this is this is another problem i have with dynamax and at least like i mean if we'll end here so i don't go on too long a rant but like the gen (laughs) one pandering has been pretty bad with these mechanics as well uh, minus Z crystals. Z crystals was really good. It was really balanced. Gave everybody some love. I mean, there were mm-hmm. some specific Z, like, species specific Z crystals that aren't coma O are garbage. So.
2: The Tapunium Z has its niche.
1: Yeah. So like, but like, those, those are pretty even. But like, you look at a lot of the megas in gen, uh, and gen six, it's pretty heavy gen one. Oh yeah. It's also pretty heavy Gen 3, but that's for other reasons. So like Gen 1 and Gen 3 got like way lots of love. Then you look at Dynamax, and Dynamax just like sticks out like a sore thumb. Because right now, if you look, or Gigantamax, not Dynamax. Yeah. Uh, Gigantamax is Gen 8 Pokemon, Gen 1 Pokemon, and Garbodor.
0: (laughs) And Garbodor? (laughs) Is that really it?
1: That is it. Yeah. Look it up. It's yeah. Gen 1, it's like 50% Gen 1 Pokemon, 50% Gen 8 Pokemon, and Garbodor? No. Uh, It's, it's like one Pokemon for each type, and then you add Toxtricity. Oh, well, Melmetal exists too, I yeah, guess, Melmetal, technically, but, but it's not It's not out. It's not released.
2: Wow, it is Gen 1, Gen 8, and then... Garbodor.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's. I think Garbodor is only there because someone was a really big fan of Katamari Damacy. So.
1: Yes. Yeah, 100%. Yes, 100%. <laughs> Uh, but yes. Uh, I I just hope they don't continue that. I hope they don't continue that. But we'll see. Uh, that is it for the topic today, though. <laughs> um, and we're gonna kick it on over to the Pokemon of the episode. So, uh, we will catch you guys on the flip flop. Pokemon of the episode. And welcome to the Pokemon of the Episode. Our Pokemon of the Episode this week is National Dex number 435, a Skuntank, the Skunk Pokemon.
2: Yeah! Its Pokedex, its Pokemon Shield Pokedex entry is, uh, it digs holes in the ground to make its nest. Its stench of its fluid lets it fly from the tip of its tail. It is, uh, it's extremely potent. I did not read that right.
1: It's mm. fine. It's a Skuntank. Yep. It's a tank. It's uh it's okay. Uh, it's bulky. Yeah, it's fun. And its typing's not bad. It's not a bad typing. One weakness. And it's to ground, and in VGC there's not that many high horsepowers flying around anymore. Well, nope. uh, there are a couple with there's a couple, but like Excadrill. It, it's it's a choice. Yes. <laughs> it's a choice. So just throwing that out there. It's uh otherwise it's pretty cool. Um so Today we have a team that uh, Claude has been running for VJC. Yeah. So we'll break it down. Uh, Claude, just just tell us about Skuntank and its role that it plays in this team.
2: So this team was built entirely around Skuntank because <laughs> it has a bunch of fun supporting moves that people just don't expect. So uh, from that, we start off with Skuntank. has the ability Aftermath, so in case you happen to take down the Skuntank, you can still deal some damage. Uh, It holds an assault vest. Uh, It has the moves Foul Play, Acid Spray, Sucker Punch, and Snarl. So it has priority, it can lower other special attacks, and it can lower special defense. And the fun part about it is that it lives a lot of hits and people do not expect it, which is great. And people (laughs) don't know what to do about it. And they think, oh, it's a scum tank. That's not the threat on the field when really it is always the threat. (laughs) <laughs> I've had many games where they target the other mons, and then the skunk tank just wins the game. Wow. Um,
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. they the just like, part.
1: it's not the threat. It's not the threat. It's not the skunk tank.
2: Well, it's especially dangerous when you pair it up with something like Duraludon, that we also yeah, yeah. have. Holding the life orbs, uh, stalwart ability, with Draco Meteor, Flash Cannon, Dark Pulse, and Thunder. And the way these two work together is that Duraludon's speed is one less than Skunk Tank's in this build. So that way Skunk Tank always goes before it, hits acid spray, lowers someone's special defense by two stages, and then you Dynamax Duraludon Life Orb attack and something just falls. And half the time they're like what just happened?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, this is this looks fun. Oh, it is super fun.
0: Like, a lot of fun. So, in order to support this really cool core of Skuntunk and Duraludon, they just threw together some, you know, generic good VGC stuff, because you don't really need anything except Skuntunk and Duraludon. Yes. So, the first uh, member of the team besides this, two is Sylveon. It has pixelate and it's holding a pixie plate because it's only two attacky moves, as usual, are hyper voice and quick attack. Because that priority might come in clutch someday. It also has protect and helping hand in case someone needs to die even harder. Yep. And on the other side of the field... Sometimes, I guess, is a Dragapult. It has clear body, it's holding weakness policy, and it has dragon darts, which is so cool in VGC. I adore it. Phantom Force, Protect, and Fly. And it's obviously one of your Dynamax candidates.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of Dynamax candidates. Yeah. <laughs> You even have that quick attack
2: from the Sylveon to hit the Dragapult for weakness policy.
0: For weakness policy, yes. Wait. That is so oh, cool. Oh, yeah.
1: Cause it, yeah, pixelate. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. It yep. makes it
0: a fairy type, but Sylveon's attack stat is crap. So it's yes. either using it to take off pick off something that was left on a focus sash, or it's using it to charge up the weakness policy on Dragapult mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. actually hurting it, which is really amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so... Uh, we also have uh, just Lumberry Gyarados, which I think is probably the scariest version of Gyarados in VGC. Yes, because then it can't be status for one; it, it misses a status, so it can just de- dyna- uh, Dynamax without any issues. And I mean, Waterfall, Bounce, Power Whip, and Stone Edge; these are all really good moves. So it can set terrain, weather, and get a speed boost. Like, I mean, it's a Gyarados, and it's going to do Gyarados things.
2: Yeah, Gyarados is your anti-weather on the team.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a Gyarados, and it's going to do Gyarados things uh, with Stone Edge. I did not realize it got Stone Edge. Oh, yeah. That's how us seems to 4. for. I did not realize that until today. That is amazing. This is a good... I, I, I'm a fan of this. I've always been a fan of Bounce as well. Just like Bounce Gyarados.
2: Yeah. Well, it's the max airstream to, you know, max boost airstream, your team yes. speed.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, last gen, I used to run, uh, I used to run Gyarados all the time. Uh, just with the uh, Z crystal, and it it would it was just a good time. You run mm-hmm. like a you run like Dragon Dance. You get the speed boost, and then you just run train with Moxie. Uh, and then Concholder, um, the this Concholder is again pretty standard Concholder. It's a uh, Drain Punch, Stone Edge, Protect, Mock Punch with guts and a Flame Orb. It's a Concholder. Yay!
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't generic know. Generic is generic.
2: The Tyranitar Excadrill <laughs> matchup's a little iffy with this team, just because it's skunk tank is
1: yeah, too ground.
0: But it's also it's also conk. Yeah, it's just conk. Yeah, but you have a Gyarados
1: Yes, that's yes. You have a Gyarados
0: If you dodge, if you if you dodge um, a rock slide, you're golden.
2: Yeah, even if you don't intimidate, it's more than enough. to mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it, it's fantastic. It, I mean, it works. It works really well. Yeah, this team. This team looks fun. I'm gonna run it later. Yeah. We, should, we should. We should do a stream and like stream. Stream a ladder session oh, with it. Oh, gladly. <laughs> we should do that.
0: And and you know what? What you what you should do when you win? You should greet like say bye to people by saying "Smell you later." Because it's <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, that was bad. <laughs>
1: If you want this team, it's going to be on the Discord. You can you can try it out yourself, um, and then maybe Claude and I will get together this week and we'll stream some of it. Oh, great! So, yeah, it'll be good. So on that note, though, guys, uh, thanks for that. We're going to go ahead and we're going to kick things on over to the mailbag. It's mail time. Sending
2: your emails. Sending your emails.
1: And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the segment where you can send in your emails to pucklepodcast.gmail.com, and maybe they'll be read right on the show, more than likely, because we don't get a lot of emails anymore, and I don't know why. Um, So just send them in, pucklepodcast.gmail.com. We usually have a prompt. Last week, we asked you what your favorite evil team was in Pokemon, and hopefully we're going to read your responses here. Uh, also, this segment, as always, is brought to you by Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. You missed oh, your chance, Claude. Sorry, I forgot this <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> It's always the first-time hiccups, let me tell you. Um, and so uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, get through some of these emails, though. Uh, last week, like we said, we asked you who your favorite villain was, and we got this first one from uh, Trainer Sleeves. Go for it, Claude.
2: Hello, Puckle Podcast. It's me, Sleeves, back, back again. I'm here to talk about my favorite Pokemon villain team and whether I thought they were successful. Personally, my favorite is Team Skull. I know they're not the main villain of the Sun and Moon games, but if they cause trouble to the player and have team in their name, then I guess they count. <laughs> I love how they are the perfect mix between actually causing trouble, a cough, Yo, and being absolutely ridiculous. Uh, there are some lines from Team Skull that I distinctly remember laughing at. Like that one time a grunt was trying to steal berries and started a berry rap saying he would nanab them. Uh, part of my love for Team Skull is also due to Guzma being perhaps my favorite Gen 7 character. He's one of those characters that is both easy to meme and is actually a well-written character with depth. I could start mm-hmm. rambling about his entire backstory, but long story short, he was a kid who had a dream and he never managed to complete, uh, complete to the fullest, such as getting only bronze and silver golfing trophies and being a strong trainer, but not getting a spot as a trial captain. I also love how he wanted to make a home for himself, and other Pokemon in the same boat as him. Even if it was done in the way that it was. Anyways, that'll wrap up my email. Also, I've been really enjoying your FireRed Let's Play series, and I'm in love with the various personalities uh, you've given these guys Pokemon. Bertrand asked me to give a message to Thatch. Please love me, Father. I do everything you ask of me,
1: please. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, get you guys in the flip-flop. Traders sleeves. I really like the Fire Red playthrough as well. Yes, so do worth. I.
0: I just want to point out Sleeve's spoilers for the YouTube playthrough of Fire Red. Uh, yeah. I made the exact same joke when we were recording the other day.
1: That's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs>
0: that I guess company. it's a universal feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Poor
1: Bertrand. Okay, so it's like the, the problem with Bertrand, the, the war turtle from the Fire Red Nuzlocke, is just that Bertrand is, uh he's just, he's, the answer is he's too consistent. Uh, yeah. He, like he he what he does he does like slightly above average. But you know what? Scout's in there doing things like way above average, just crushing things.
2: You know what I hate? I hate when my Pokemon are consistent.
1: <laughs> you gotta you gotta have you gotta praise the ones that are going above and beyond. Bertrand's just like, look at all this coverage I have, and it's like try
2: hard and just clawed. <laughs>
1: I hit, uh-huh. I hit seven mega punches in a row. Oh, I guess <laughs> that's did. nice. Thanks for not missing them.
0: I just... <laughs> I can't even touch. Terrible, <laughs> terrible father that you
1: are. <sighs> uh, thank you for that email, though, Lily. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, this next one is
0: from uh, Eve. Okay, I've got this one. Eve says, Hey, kings and queens, or whatever royal address you might prefer. For last week's question, my favorite teams are absolutely Team Rocket and Yell. I wouldn't say either of them are at all successful at anything, but charming my socks off and having memorable members. But that's fine. There's something awesomely straightforward about Bond-style organized crime and teenage street gangs in the Pokemon world. You all asked, I think, for stories. So here's one, and I'll try to keep it as brief as I can. When I was a kid, my mom got a job that required her to take most of the summer of 99 touring Southeast Asia, and she took me with her. On our way to the first stop, Jakarta, I think we stopped at Narita, and we passed a shop that had some Pokemon plushes. She told yeah, me there's, to a, there's a
1: Pokemon center in, in Narita. Narita mm-hmm. Airport, yes. If you're if you're in a if, if it wasn't in the, I was very upset because it wasn't in the terminal that I was in. Oh, I was very upset because like, uh, because we were just like, oh, let's hit one more before we go home and we get to Narita and we're looking for the Pokemon Center and we're like, we're in Terminal 3 and we're like, God, it's in Terminal 2.
0: No, you didn't have
1: enough time. (laughs) Well, like, so the way they have it set up in Narita is Terminal 3 is separated from the other two. So, like, you'd have to get out, go back through security, and then come back out and go through security. That's awful.
0: (laughs) That sucks. Granted,
1: the security in Japan is a little easier to deal with than the security in the U.S. I can believe it. Like, their TSA equivalent is much quicker to go through.
0: Mm. Anyway, uh, she told me to pick one, and to my delight, I found my favorite, which was and is Mew. We got back on the plane. I fell asleep with my new body in my arms. We got off the plane. Two minutes after we exited, I realized falling asleep cuddling Mew instead of putting it in my bag had been a mistake. Graggy no. and jet lagged, I'd forgotten it, and the staff refused to let us go back to get it. No! No. We were going back to Japan, so it was replaceable, but I felt like an underappreciative idiot. I was inconsolable. My mother made multiple calls to the airline, explaining that it was very important that we find a small pink stuffed cat. And still jokes about it to this day.
1: <laughs>
0: Her efforts paid off though, and on the third day we went to the airport where a bunch of stuff had gathered to watch me take my beloved view of the conveyor belt. Oh my
1: god! Oh, that's <laughs>
0: I was overjoyed, and to commemorate the whole thing, we made a point of taking photos of Mew at every attraction we stopped at and event we saw, including one of it watching the Parahara, which you should totally Google. I haven't Googled it in advance. Uh, we'll do it next time. Um, it still has a place of honor in my room where I can see it all the time. And that's my story. Stay safe, babes, Eve. That is an that's, adorable this is story. A
1: story. This is the example of like a great email, by the way. It had nothing to do with the prompt, but it was still fantastic. If you have anything like this, guys, please send it. Yes. We love we love this feeling warm and cuddly. We love feeling Mm-mm. warm and cuddly. Uh, it's do. just a good story. Pokemon's affected so many people's lives in so many different ways. And I, it's just really cool hearing your story and how it's affected yours. Maybe that should be the mailbag prompt. Yeah. How has Pokemon changed your life or affected I love your life? That. Let us know. Let us know. Send that. it in. come? <laughs> There's your mailbag question. How has Pokemon affected your life? Woo. Let us know. Pucklepodcasts at gmail.com. I'm super excited for the responses. Yeah. I I think that'll be a really cool mailbag prompt.
2: I'll actually listen to it. Uh, <laughs> Claude.
1: <laughs> the problem is the cycle of the people that skip this segment all the time. They're not going to hear about how awesome this prompt is. Yeah. And they're not going to listen. Hmm. So uh, on that note, though, uh, I think that's I mean, yeah, I'm very excited. Thank you for these emails as always send them in puckle podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. and uh let's see i guess this has been a really fun day this has been a good episode yeah. i've been happy with yeah, it I've had fun. so if if you want to keep up the puckle goodness throughout your week uh you can always go to our discord which is in the show notes as always please join that uh always as always please go to uh check out our social media as well uh twitter facebook instagram uh, i did take a picture of the Lucia pen holder but i only posted it to discord <laughs> 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 so maybe one day it'll get it'll make it to instagram uh,
0: thatch speaking of things you keep forgetting does Eve yes. already have the green Taurus pack?
1: <laughs> i don't know if she doesn't she should get it oh she gets it now uh, she gets yeah. it yeah definitely <laughs> uh and then if you want to you can always go uh support the show in oh, a lot of different ways one go to our youtube channel check out this fire red dust lock that i'm so excited about
2: yeah it's a lot of fun
1: it's I love so this so much. This is my favorite thing I've ever done for YouTube, like specifically for YouTube. This is my favorite thing. I've done a lot of things for YouTube over the years where you've all of dashed my hopes and dreams. And <laughs> this one is the one that I don't care what you say. <laughs> Cuz I'm having a good time doing it. I really like it. What's the plan? Like fire red and heart cold Soul silver? Yeah, yeah, the plans to go through generations. I haven't decided if we're going to do a quote unquote whimsalock. Oh, we're doing Ooh. the whimsalock where we just take like the uh the end game party and we say you can't use those pokemon anymore. Mm-hmm. I really like that idea because then it forces like we there can't be like let's say unfortunately he didn't make it but let's say Claude the Paris would have made it to the elite 4 there's no there's no way we're repeating Claude the Paris, right?
0: I mean, the the original Now the happens, original but... Whimsicott says there can be no Paras again ever. Yeah, but, but my rules are can different. Twist I'm going to call it however this, you want.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm calling this a generation lock. I like the I like the elite four better anyway. Yeah. type deal. Because some games do repeat really heavy. Like the difference between Gen One and Gen Two is mm-hmm. a really heavy like repeat yeah. cycle. Yeah, and I and so I I don't like that idea. I like the idea of just like the Hall of Fame members not mm-hmm. not making it to the next game.
0: That makes a lot uh, of sense
1: and i yeah i like that and we're also i'm very excited because my plan is to i'm fully intend to uh get all of like the whole team when we're done just like commissioned Mm. with uh with like generic trainer because the generic trainer embodies all of us here at puckle (laughs) because it's puckle plays fire red not thatch plays yeah it's puckle plays and I really like that. Um, it, it's just a fun concept and I really like doing it. So please go check out the YouTube, youtube.com slash Puckle podcast. Check out Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Puckle podcast. I, I haven't been streaming for the past couple of weeks, uh, mostly just because I've been gearing up and going back to work and fixing my schedule back to normal. But I plan to get back to it this week. I don't know if we're going to keep doing raid nights like we have been. Um, we'll probably still do them. But I, I really want to do a Nuzlocke just with the Twitch community at Puckle. So it'll be like the it'll be like the uh, Pucko plays, but it'll be with the Twitch community. So coming over twitch.tv slash the Puckle podcast. Get to nickname. A couple guys, you know, um, something semi appropriate. <laughs> yes. So, uh, the Coliseum playthrough has taught me differently. <laughs> so uh, on that note, though, uh, I really appreciate that. Uh, a few other ways to help us out monetarily. Uh, you could always subscribe to us on Twitch with your Twitch Prime membership or with real money. But if you're going to use real money anyway, I still say go over to Patreon. Uh, patreon.com slash puckle podcast where you can get shiny Pokemon and a bunch of other cool things the other thing that uh, you could do is go to Tee Public, buy anything there uh, it helps support the show and the final thing is you can go over to Viteramen at Viteramen.com and use code Puckle for 10% off at checkout and that should help us out as well. Uh, on that note notes though I think that's everything um, and I've been Trainer Thatch
0: I have been the Fluffiest Swimsy
1: and I've been Claude Nine And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.